0: This is a Little Empire Podcast. Visit us at LittleEmpirePodcast.com and on Twitter at LittleEmpirePod.
1: Thanks to BigPipe.co.nz for sponsoring this episode of The Mail Gaze. BigPipe are the ISP that have unlimited data, no contracts, and online support for all of their plans so you don't have to ring up a call center and deal with humans on the phone, because who the hell wants to do that? If you sign up now, you can get one of the wireless modems for half price, only $99, and they're usually $199. Aw, thanks, BigPipe. I'm sorry mom, Mom. it's It's not not a face. face party people and also anyone not partying right just now staying in enjoying their <laughs> evening everyone is just chilling out welcome along to another episode of the hit podcast the, the male, male gaze. gaze i thought
0: i'd just come in on on that as well it was, on it this.
1: strengthened uh it strengthened the
0: intro me and
1: you and the bomb between
0: us but this is what we got to learn we all will work better as a team
1: yeah that's the main, that's the, that's
0: right off the back of the episode, that's the first thing you can take away, and the main thing you can take away.
1: Honestly, if it was just one of us doing this podcast, uh, be as good. it would fall apart. It would fall apart. By the way, my name's Eli, this is Chris. And welcome along to the Mail Gaze. A podcast about us, and how we feel, and who we are, uh, and what we want out of this life that we've been given on this godforsaken <laughs> earth. Get me
0: off of this earth I'm done now I want it to be over <laughs>
1: No, nah, we're enjoying life really? I love There's so much to be happy about In the moment um, We are very excited To be bringing back uh, A theme of an episode We've already done But we're going to do A hot new take on it You because guys, you can never talk enough About these issues You never you can You just keep digging And you just keep finding
0: More and more gold Yeah until you get On the other side of the world And then you learn A whole bunch more And, and then you could keep digging then you dig, start, your- dig. Start a new hole and dig all the way back, dig, dig
1: back to the other side, and then keep dig, and then dig through the atmosphere and into space. Yeah, and then you're on Mars, and you dig in there, uh, digging so deep into a metaphor that it's not fun anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, we're bringing back hashtag you could tell. Uh, it's we're inspired by the Instagram photo uh, th- thing that people do on the Instagram photo machine, where they post cute photos of them as a kid, and they, and they hashtag it you could tell. Uh, Just those
0: early signs where you could probably tell you were gay, and but, others and other people could probably tell.
1: Yeah, uh, but we're gonna put a little, di- a little slightly different spin on it. We'll get to that later. We need to start with fact of the gay.
0: We, ha- n- not we need, we have to. It is
1: crucial. It's part of the contract that we signed and also wrote up for ourselves. Yeah. If this if this podcast starts any other way, the world as we know it ends. Yeah.
0: And I'm looking forward. No, I'm not looking forward to that. All right, let's get into Fact of the Gay. All right. I'm going to start uh, just because my fact is hot on my computer Ooh. it's burning my legs. <laughs> so I'm going to get a new laptop. Yeah, it's burning your... Don't do that because it, it's that's decreasing your sperm count. Eli. Hello. And listeners, you can answer, but um, I won't hear them, obviously. What Western European country do you think was the first one to to decriminalize homosexuality? Western European
1: I don't know the official, like, I don't know what officially belongs into the Western Europe, like, I don't, but I'm going to say Norway.
0: Okay. And any reason behind that?
1: Uh, I just feel like they're really forward thinking. Uh, Rob yep. Dahl's from there. he? Uh, yeah. And, and the BFG is the big, fabulous gay. Big, <laughs> 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 beautiful, fabulous gay. <laughs> um, also, it's, it's like, uh, we know what George's Marvelous Medicine was. It was a
0: cocktail. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna. St- <laughs> I'm so glad you said cocktail because I thought you were gonna say, "Come." Uh, <laughs> it was a big <laughs> cocktail. Come. <of gum. laughs> uh, anyway, a, a, no the way. twits more like the spits. I don't know. More like the tits. Oh, it's two lesbians. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, the witches. <laughs> more like st- these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> more like these bitches are wild. They're wild. We want to hang out with them. I do. Angelica Houston in The witches. oh my god a huge icon for me (gasps) both with the mask on and mask off
0: yeah and the mask same for me mask on and mask off Jim Carrey
1: (laughs) (laughs) shout out to Jim Carrey Uh, thanks for listening also I uh, the reason I think it's Norway the reason I think it's Norway is because it's um, it's nighttime like 90% of the time they only get daylight for like a few hours we've got a lot
0: of thinking time about like their law reforms and stuff
1: a lot of thinking they're like like,
0: oh it's nice might as well just think about our policies and how we're running as a country yeah exactly well you're wrong oh you're completely wrong oh rough uh Legalisation of homosexual acts became uh, between two consenting adults came as part of the French French Penal Code. In, Whoa! Get this, 1791 during the French Revolution. Don't hear that in Les Mis, do you? No, you don't. They should do that. Little Gavroche should be singing less about his whatever he's singing about and more about passing that bill.
1: Prisoner two four six zero one. Do you like to do it in the bar? <laughs> I do. That's okay. <laughs> I dreamed a dream to kiss a guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is exciting. Well done, France. Yeah, uh, merci beaucoup. mercy, Boku. Mercy, Boku. Yeah. <laughs> um, they... Pop the champagne and eat a plate of fromage, guys. This party. Uh, what? Here's some more facts. I'm, I'm
0: reading this off. I'm outcom Oh, which I. They're a magazine out, aren't they? But oh, there's no gay magazines in New Zealand. Do you feel like this? You can go to Magnation. There's like... I feel like two. there's one copy of like Hello Mister kind of in a corner and it's like two years old.
1: Yeah. yeah. You can either get Hello Mister, Mister or you can get DNA, which is the uh, one Ooh. you would... I, I've often it, seen that. What a is DNA? It's, the one, it's just like guys. It's like a full front to back guys and speedos. Uh, is that a get? Ga- I always thought that was kind of for women. No, 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 no. Oh, I no, no, never no, no, picked no. it up and never read a copy. I once, I was like, should I get this to read on the plane? And then I was like, I don't want everyone on the plane to watch me read this. Um, And continue reading out.com. It says other European
0: nations would drag their feet to catch up on France's liberal legalization. England didn't pass the sexual offenses bill until 1967. And even then, homosexuality became legal when in private between two men over the age of 21 more than two men were still considered illegal wow. and as was engaging in sexual acts in a hotel <laughs> at such a specific clause um, they Do- don't say motel though. So nice. go run
1: wild. Go cheap, get freaky. But honestly having sex in a motel seems so, so sad. Grim. Have you ever one time to- I've uh, oh, uh p- lit it out. This is the bottom uh, podcast <laughs> yeah. is for I don't, for ca- me and all the listeners. I think I've definitely had sex in a hotel. Thanks Paula. Oh. But I have also definitely had sex in a youth hostel. <laughs> oh no. The
0: worst. No.
1: <laughs> what what uh, and, uh you question every all your choices. Uh, yeah. Hugely. Uh, one of me, my boyfriend took a trip to Topor, and we just like were too cheap to get proper accommodation, oh, so we got no. like uh, 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 youth hostel room. Oh, I like stayed in a youth single. hostel in Topor. Oh, cool. Maybe the same
0: one. <laughs> maybe it's the same room. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought there was something in the air, you know, like it seemed sort of no. That's disgusting. Um, but and New Zealand, it was
1: the, it was the smell of my sex. <laughs>
0: Um, And New Zealand didn't Didn't Smell like candy Oh god I'm picturing it too much now New Zealand didn't pass The homosexual law reform Until uh, 1986 Yeah
1: 30 years this year 30 years this year
0: Congrats But also uh, 1791 Congrats France Yeah
1: you guys are amazing That's incredible I I would go there If it wasn't for the fact That you guys also have The highest depression rate In the world Really They do yeah I thought that was like Tokyo No 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 Or China Beijing and something or something. No, France is like the most oppressed country in the wow. world. Wow. I think. Seems
0: like a really interesting place at the moment, especially with like lots of sort of scary acts happening over there and then like and there's all this sort of Kim Kardashian
1: stuff as well. Like it just seems Also they they re- if I'm correct, God I hate it when I try and talk about facts oh, that I'm not sure about. Tell but me about it. They passed same sex marriage quite recently, right? And the opposition against it was like quite big. Really? Big. Yeah. Isn't it weird, though, that I still find it, I mean, and
0: this is still happening with, like, Australia, who are just so behind on the mark. Get with the program. Get with the program, Aussies. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> that one country could be, move so far ahead, and yet everyone else are like, no, no, we're still going to stand where we are and hold our position, like, and yeah. take hundreds of years to catch up. Insane. And, like, New Zealand wasn't even really, like, was it wasn't a country back then no and yet when we decided to set ourselves up we were like well what are we going to like what are our rules going to be and we're like well let's let's not go with like the most progressive point of view like even though let's say france have passed this bill we're going to start the mark a couple of notches back that seems bonkers to me
1: even australia which started as a prison for uh people sent to as prisoners yeah Ugh, gosh
0: Enough I've had enough
1: I One thing I've thought about With the uh, New Zealand's Homosexual law reform bill 800,000 New Zealand citizens Signed a petition Against it I love that That fact was just Hot in your brain <laughs> hot t- t- You just got these numbers Floating around Like a beautiful mind Yeah I've got that Tattooed on me because oh. uh, <laughs> a, a daily reminder What I'm fighting against Of um, who hates me And So how many people Again was it 800,000 And so the eight
0: hundred
1: thousand 1986. The population would have been like what, like 3.5 million people, maybe in New Zealand. So that's you're the beautiful mind. Thank you, Russell Crowe. You're 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 Russell Crowe, mate. Can we mention the name of every Russell Crowe movie in this podcast? Because we've already got two down. You've got a you've got a beautiful brave heart, my friend. Let's do it. Russell Crowe is not in Braveheart, isn't he? No, you're thinking. Oh, it was Mel Mal Gibson. Are oh, they all
0: the same to me? Yeah. Potato, potato. Like Gladiator, Braveheart, all the same movie. You uh, have to admit those are very similar movies with two very similar men.
1: Yeah, they're both. Uh, just, if I was to just, be honest, all straight men look the same to me. <laughs> if I was <laughs> to sum up the genre of those movies, the genre of those movies is. Listen to me. Uh, but I wondered. Since then who if hundred thousand people signed that signature, surely someone in my family signed it. Yeah. Maybe
0: even We're a small country, you definitely knew know someone who signed it. Even the quaint lady who runs the dairy down the road, you know, she could have signed it. She
1: could have signed it. It's so easy to sign a petition as well. Oh, if, people like, are always wanting you to do
0: it. Yeah. And, and sometimes I just won't even read the petition to, to walk away from the person who wants me to sign the petition. Yeah. So I could've it could have been me.
1: I wasn't maybe born then, it. but maybe I signed it. <laughs> You What's my, your fact of the game? My fact of the game. So this is a uh, thing that happened early in 2016. You may remember Sam Smith won oh, an Oscar. Yeah, inexplicably, somehow won an Oscar for his absolutely appalling James Ooh, Bond theme. Shade writings on the wall. Thron. <laughs> Thrawn. Sh- I'm a pas- shade Thron. <laughs> shade. The run. Uh, I'm passionate about James Bond themes uh, One of my favourites is uh, Tomorrow Never Dies by oh, yeah. Cheryl Crow Just like to give that one a shout out uh, I, think I like Adele's one Adele's one was very good very We knew good. she was going to be good at it Yeah, And she did it and we are like yeah of course Of course but thank you uh, Anyway I'm sad Amy Winehouse never got to do one
0: I oh, feel like she was right. in the top
1: contenders uh, anyway, Sam Smith film was crap, and he won the Oscar over like <laughs> well, Lady. I can't even remember what it sa- what it was. The writings on the wall, uh, I know, something like that. One over, and you remember we wa- we watched the Oscars together, right? And and uh, yes. Lady Gaga did that amazing, powerful performance oh. of her like anti rape song, and Sam Smith's song about like oh, God graffiti graffiti on Twitter It's like he's <laughs> sick of getting
0: the spray paint out. People writing their numbers on phones, yes. on walls. It's because
1: people keep running. Oh, don't worry, I do worry. I worry about Sam Smith. Let's Carry anyway. on. Anyway, when he won that Oscar. Uh, which he didn't deserve he said that he was he was like I don't know if um maybe I'm the first gay man to win an Oscar but if I am I just want to mark this occasion and he is like so deeply not the first speaking gay speaking of man. being you're sa- of speaking when you don't know the facts yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> have, the Oscars is not the moment to just have a, have a, have
1: guess, a guess have a stab in the dark Have a, you know who's won an Oscar? Elton John <laughs> think about oh no Elton John's not gay <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell um, He won it for Can You Feel The Love tonight This is my fact of the gay Is just I'm gonna let you know Like Quite a few Your fact of the gay is That you hate
0: Sam Smith <laughs> Yeah <it's>
1: like, <laughs> My fact of the gay is Sam Smith please stop And also I'm gonna let you know Some of the gay people Who have won Oscars They include Alton John Yeah. Dustin Lance Black Not all of these people were out at the time But Dustin Lance Black was definitely out When he won for the film Milk Milk uh, <laughs> A very gay film <laughs> very gay film Alan Ball uh, won for Best Picture With American Beauty oh. uh, Melissa Etheridge won the same Oscar Best Original Song uh, For I Need to Wake Up From An Inconvenient Truth Ooh. A movie known for its soundtrack yeah, I was like I don't know that
0: <laughs> You gotta wake up
1: <laughs> That's my guess of the song. Uh, Bill Condon, who, uh, who I, literally my heart stopped because I thought you were about to say Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby also won. It. <laughs> he Bill never, who Condon. Bill Condon, who who you may know, also directed uh, Dreamgirls, <gasps> and I think he wrote the <sighs> script for Chicago, maybe. Oh. Uh, but he won for a movie called Gods and Monsters. Jodie Foster, yes, uh, has Jodie. won multiple Academy Awards. Uh, signs of the Lambs, one of the big ones. Do you ones. remember her
0: when she won that lifetime achievement? Why didn't she give that really confusing speech? No, uh, I, I made it up.
1: Could you act it out for me?
0: I don't know if I've got a very good Jodie Foster impersonation. I want. No.
1: <laughs> no, I liked that. That was a really good start. I just. Uh, she's kind of got that, like, I can't. I just want to thank the academy so
0: much. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> She isn't. She, she's American, first of all, isn't she? Yeah, she yeah. sure is. I don't know who Jodie Foster is, because she's kind of like, she just kind of falls into her role
1: so much. Yeah. Fantastic <laughs> Fantastic. Actor. We couldn't praise her enough. And great director as well. Really? I, I don't know if I've seen the movies she's directed, but I know she's doing them. And, I, and, and I, she's doing a good job. <laughs> she's really... I imagine she's just putting her heart and soul into it. <laughs> she keeps getting employed, so it's obviously going well. It's obviously going well for her. Uh, so we want to talk about Hashtag You Can Tell, and specifically uh, with this episode, we want to talk about... so. Chris Parker and Eli Mathewson, brackets that's me have been friends since when about like when did we start being friends we definitely knew each other from about 2004
0: 2005 we used to do improv against each other in we, high school competitions rival theater rival teams. but you were a couple you're like Five, ten ten to fifteen years older than me. Two years older than <laughs> Six, you. Sixteen to twenty years older than but me. Not even. You wouldn't t- even. T- two to ten. Two to ten years older than we're me. We're pretty much the same age. And somehow you've managed to get two degrees though in that time.
1: <laughs> I do.
0: I so say, and I only managed to get one degree. So you're obviously at least three years older. That, that uh,
1: that's less to do with age and more to do with motivation. And uh, I went
0: to I went to drama school a year after leaving. I guess you studied for longer. I don't. I don't and yet we're in the same job. So I don't know
1: how it all works out.
0: Um, I think you're at least four years older than me
1: I'm just going to take a break um, <laughs> And take my pills Because <laughs> I'm an old man I'm an old achy man uh, Anyway We've been friends for a long time uh, and But we, not all that time Were we out to each other No In fact a significant <laughs> chunk
0: of it we weren't even out to ourselves. Which is almost the main reason why we're doing this podcast. There's just so much to catch up on.
1: A lot to catch up on. I uh, would have come out to you aged uh, 21 mm. in, uh, when was that? Like 2010- yeah. Uh, and and actually, I didn't even come up to you. I came up to uh, my ex girlfriend, and then she. And my friend. And you're one your, of your best friends. Yeah. She immediately uh, went to your house afterwards yeah. to debrief. I
0: was like, what's up? And she was like, Eli's gay. And then burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> but then we went to Denny's. And we talked it out, and she couldn't have been happier for you. It was quite a beautiful thing. It was quite a, uh, but yet not like a, not an alarming moment for me. Like I wasn't like, oh god, Eli's coming out. I should really think about. It. Like I was just like, oh, what? I was. I think I was just like blindsided by it all. How
1: many years were there in between me coming out and you coming? Great out? question. You you told me on the steps of the basement, basement theater yeah. at a party,
0: and to, it would have been. Well, that's when I had the discussion with you. But mm. my coming out process was like quite slow. It was like a long, a long time. Two thousand twelve, maybe. Sorry, I just burped. Um, two thousand and twelve. Why well, I left drama school in two thousand eleven, and then no, it would have been two thousand and thirteen. It was that long. Wow. But it was like I wasn't living in Auckland, maybe, or was I just visiting? I don't know. I'm going to say two thousand and thirteen, which is maybe a long it was time. when you
1: just moved there.
0: Yeah. Because you were also like you uh, living without uh, very good friend, and I hadn't briefed. come out to him yet. Yes, and I was like, oh my god, I've got to tell him at some point. Um, oh. And it literally took me so long. I think my problem with coming out to people was like I just couldn't be bothered having that conversation. It's like a
1: stupid long process. It was
0: tiring. I found it exhausting having to bring it up over and over again, and every time. You know, you've come to terms with it, and you've had that big emotional breakthrough. But whenever yeah. you tell someone, they want to have a piece of that experience and that journey of yours, and so they want you to go through it all again. With they them, want to see you cry. You. You're like, I'm not going to cry. I've got a heart of stone. But they, they're like trying to really tear you down. You know, yeah. when did it start with this signs? And you're just like, I'm done. I've I've been through this All My whole life I don't want to I don't want to keep talking about it But
1: know that I'm okay now Yeah I have four sisters Like there's seven people In my immediate immediate family Yeah And when I realised That you could just ask Like one person To tell yeah. everyone else I was like Thank
0: the lord That's what I told my mum And then I was like Can you please tell dad And my three other siblings And she yeah. was like done like within seconds i can imagine your mom loving that task
1: oh, kind of like writing a plan of how to do it She's like,
0: i'll have a party Ooh, we'll make we'll make canapes and inside the canapes we'll say i'm gay spelt out in asparagus <laughs>
1: you were like i'm not coming to the party i'm gonna, I'm gonna be
0: anyway um so so but we're Were there signs to each other that we thought each other might have been gay previous to that moment of coming out? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start and say that I was completely... I was completely blindsided by when you came out. Like, it really... Feels feels good to hear that. Really? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. No, it's interesting. I was... I don't know. Like, maybe I wasn't, like, searching for... Clues that any of my... Like, it wasn't really a priority to be like, which one of my friends are gay. Like, I Mm, never kind of thought about it. And I guess I was... We had a kind of fun friend group where, like, we just... None of us... Mainly because, like, over half of us were closeted homosexuals. But we never chatted about sexuality
1: or sex in our friend group. No, we weren't very open at all about any of those things. It was mainly...
0: We mainly just talked about, like, theater shows, which, yeah. which is a good sign, maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and did things like, uh, like, uh, put Dark Side of the Moon on <laughs> at the same time as Wizard of Oz and thought we were so cool. We were just, like, random. It's like wearing pyjamas in the mall. It's like, oh, we're
0: random. such a random group of people. But, I mean, were there signs... I mean, once... And then once Brinley told me, I was like, what? Like, I just had to re- I had this idea of who you were. And Mm. then that was kind of broadened and expanded. And I just, I couldn't start, like, picturing you as a homosexual, which is a stupid thing to think anyway. And then I think, like, you came back from Auckland. You were living in Auckland at the time. Sure was. So you came back to Christchurch where I was living. And we started kind of hanging out again. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, I could sort of see... So I could see a, a much more broader version Of who you were mm. Like you seemed like Not that you felt Two-dimensional <laughs> But <laughs> you As a cartoon character You were like Yeah you were just Nothing to me previous No but <laughs> I really was like Oh wow like I guess it's that thing We would never As a friend group Would talk about sex Yeah not at all And I honestly feel like You coming out Was the very first moment Our friend group Started talking about sex Because It suddenly felt okay and then we just haven't stopped.
1: <laughs> well, that's like, that is the biggest part about coming out. I think, especially when you have to tell your parents, is that you're yeah. admitting something about anything to do with your sex life. Yeah. Whereas if you're straight, I think you can get away with never ever having to talk to your parents about your sex life. You're, Whereas, never, if you're you like, you have mom, to
0: cu- dad, um, I get horny. (laughs) Like, it's horrible.
1: Mum, dad, sometimes me and my girlfriend um, put masks on. (laughs) You don't have to have that conversation.
0: You should have to. Yeah. Everyone should have those conversations. (laughs)
1: What? With
0: your parents. Imagine the world we were living in if you were just completely open about all your kinks and fetishes.
1: I always wonder that you know families that are very like families that just get naked in front of each other and talk about all their like sex stuff, like siblings that are like in each other's pockets and stuff. I admire
0: the Kardashians for their ability to be so open about their like their sex life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess they've all it all got blown open when Kim made a sex tape. Oh well, Kim's sex tape was leaked. Um, Yeah, that they kind of had to start tackling these issues. And that probably made their family more robust. They're role models Absolutely. for me. Um, but our family certainly don't talk about that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I was—I've been thinking recently about like, uh, you know, you know, when you follow porn stars on Instagram. If I don't do. follow them, but I will search their names every day. Yeah, and sometimes they post like a photo of them with their mum. Yeah, and I, and I've. I imagine the same way. If you started doing porn and then eventually you had to tell your parents, uh, I reckon on, that would Eli, bring you are closer.
0: You, are you thinking about?
1: I'm thinking about kicking off my porn career okay. at the incredibly supple age of 27. I think uh, <laughs> you're not 27, not the you're, You have to be 29 at least. No, Chris, you've I'm got two degrees in,
0: in the time that I've only managed to
1: get that one. that only takes six years and uh, things. Well, why do you look so old? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs>
0: We all look old.
1: We're up late at work last night, and yeah. we've had, both had three coffees today. I'm, I'm vibrating. Um, I, I don't know if I ever thought about whether you were gay either. I definitely thought of you as a theatrical rival, though. Because mm. I remember very strongly you playing Puck oh. in uh, Shakespeare's Sheila Win Festival, which, which I, a, I and I nailed the performance. You did nail it, and this is a uh, uh, sh- the Sheila Win Festival for those in the international waters. Uh, <laughs> the out. International waters people listening to this on boats. Uh, <laughs> the, that is all our pirate listeners. <laughs> uh, it's a competition between high schools where you perform like fifteen minutes. Excerpts of uh, Shakespeare plays, uh, usually like in space or in <laughs> modern Modern retellings, or a lot of flappers, a
0: lot of like. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I know what you. as like a 20s. Okay.
1: Yeah, what did you think? I, mean? I don't know. I
0: heard flaps and kind of stopped listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but there's also lots of like Othello. With Iago as like the puppet master and yes. everyone other puppets, you know, tied to his strings.
1: My school did one which was like Richard the the second and it was on a chessboard and they kind of like moved as, as if they were making chess moves. Uh anyway, one time like you played uh Puck and I th- did you get the award for like most outstanding individual performance? I won something?
0: a fucking puzzle, yeah. Yeah. I won <laughs> a stupid um, fucking puzzle. I
1: gave the performance
0: Maybe of my life You were huge it in blew Roll. It was a five minute retelling Of A sh- Midsummer's Night Dream And it blew up It went viral In the
1: Shillowin community uh, Later that year Or early the next year I then performed With the Canterbury Young Shakespeare <laughs> players in Midsummer Night's Dream in sort of a uh, Māori colonial New Zealand reinterpretation. A or, classic telling of a Midsummer Night's Dream. A Sunday. classic telling. What better way to tackle New Zealand's um, turbulent past than with a Midsummer, Midsummer, Midsummer Night's, Night's Dream. Stream. And definitely what they'd done is they like enough, as many of the fairies that they could, they cast... How many
0: w- Māori performers were there in the Canterbury Rural Shakespeare Society?
1: Oberon oh, was a, a Māori... Afi, shout out to Afi, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And Arfie. Uh, then in the other, and then oh, Ruth, I don't know if, she, I think oh, she's part yeah. Maui. Oh. And then in the fairy chorus, there was also like a Pacific Islander. You know what? Um, as Shakespeare would have said I eat thine words Yeah <laughs> But it was, what I'm trying to say Is that they, they definitely Tried to cast as many <laughs> As many people of colour In The fairies as they could But they could Obviously They couldn't Because then I ended up Playing Park in that production And I remember uh, Feeling oh. immense pressure Knowing how successful your five-minute performance was at this park, that I, it hung as a shadow over me.
0: Oh God, I feel terrible. And because only if
1: I had known, I would have taken
0: that performance back. Yeah, yeah. I would have made it less viral, and I would have given <laughs> I would have given you the puzzle. That performance was not
1: viral. Chris. It was a no viral one, hit. No one was filming it. <laughs> it literally even,
0: put me on the mat,
1: listeners. If you're thinking you could Google that performance, uh, you cannot. It
0: um, <laughs> doesn't exist. It was viral in terms of a pre-internet world. Yeah. Even though it was like 2005, the internet did exist, but we weren't using it in the same way. We yeah. had no idea. We were using Bebo and just like ruining our friendships by picking top 16s. <laughs> like destroying friendships. Yeah. That was. Dicey on Bebo's
1: behalf To be like Rank your friends Go on Awful but then What I the hell were they thinking I kind of miss it on Facebook I miss that Facebook sh- Chooses the friends for you That it shows No it's
0: cruel Cruel shit There would be Like if, if It was around today They'd be like Out your friends app You know like It'd be terrible
1: Do you remember when Facebook started There was a A, a game on it Where you could it would be like, who's more attractive? And it would give you two of your friends. Oh and you had to God. choose one.
0: Who, Bebo or Facebook? Facebook. This was you on Facebook.
1: Motherfuckers. Can't remember what it was called. It would be like, who would you rather live with? Um, who's, who's smarter? And then you answered it for all your friends. And then you could, at the end, it would give you the stats of how r- highly ranked you were. Oh my God. I remember I constantly looked at my rankings because I wanted to find out where I was standing. Uh, and the one thing that I was always like, Super high on was who would you rather live with? Wow! Oh, I do remember this. And the one that I was really low on um, was who is a harder worker, oh. which I <laughs> resent so strongly. You're lazy. I have you're lazy two degrees. I feel like you're old. I feel like I've <laughs> never taken a break. That's why I look so tired. <laughs> Every single if you're a listener out there who played that game and voted you know what, me though? not a hard worker. Eat
0: shit. Do you know what, though? I think I ran quite highly on hardworking. Oh and, and that would be why my five-minute performance was so viral. <laughs> but I put a lot of time and effort into a five-minute performance, and it paid off. My two-and-a-half-hour <laughs> performance. I teased my hair, and I put lots of kooky makeup on, and it paid off. That's true. Do you know what? This is the thing, though. I feel like at our age, even though we are slightly different mm. in age... Bye. Shut, Bye. please,
1: stop this gag now, or I'm walking out of this booth. Um, we're in a booth. We're in a booth. A tiny booth. Um, we're a booth at Denny's. <laughs>
0: Hi, sorry, can we get some um, fries and just two more Fanta's, please? And three Oreo shakes. We're expecting someone else. We're expecting someone else. They haven't turned up yet, but they will turn up. Um, be- being our age, which is slightly similar, I didn't make the joke. Um, I felt like the internet existed before... Our time Yes But it was really The time when we were young That it was the most Kind of Accessible But it didn't know What it was doing And so we were kind of Guinea pigs In a very accessible Internet world The
1: volatile world
0: Yeah and we got Fucked up by it We got so, so many up. So many casualties From the internet Yeah I We just had like Weird stuff like yeah, Top 16s And like Just MSN Just like chat groups MSN was a disaster and
1: Yeah When I was uh, In year 9 I like Purposefully broke up two friends of mine that were oh dating because god. and looking back and I'm like I definitely had a crush on the boy <gasps> in that relationship and oh. I, I like sent the messages that they um, were saying mean things about each other to me mm. on MSN and then the next day I had to be like I'm sorry it's Literally funny those, saying that.
0: those relationships when you are much younger and you're like oh my god It totally makes so much more sense now that I know I'm gay. Yeah. Like, I was obsessed with this guy when I was at uh, intermediate school. So, 11 or 12. Like, things are beginning to sort of blossom in your... Nice. uh, In your hormone... In your hormone... I don't know what it... In your hormone pants. In your dick. In your dick. And... I was like always obsessed that there's this one guy in um, our group who had like white Calvin Kleins.
1: Ooh. And I was like, which is
0: quite like. I find like Calvin Kleins, white Calvin Kleins are quite like a hyper sexualized underwear. Yeah. Like Bieber wears them in a kind of sexy way. And like, it's weird. They're just underpants, but you're like, ooh, white Calvin Kleins. Like, ooh. someone's expecting visitors tonight (laughs) and i was always like i can't like he'd always kind of like his waistband was always kind of like being showcased yeah and well it wasn't being showcased he was just like playing basketball and i was like staring at him but it was weird that i was like kind of aware of that and i wasn't sure why i was aware of that at that age but now later on i'm like oh i can I, i can totally tell why i was obsessed with it in the same way that i'm obsessed with justin Bieber.
1: god we love him we can't wait to see him and we can't wait to and see can't him. Wait State. to see him at the That's Mount Smart, Smart yeah, Stadium. Next now. Yeah. Brought to you by the Edge. Um, do you think you purposefully suppressed any gay behaviours as a teenager? Yes. What?
0: That's a crazy question. I mean,
1: like, uh, not, not like, uh, not gay behaviours as in like um, hooking up with boys. <laughs> I mean, gay behaviours as in like, did you suppress parts of yourself that you thought seemed gay? Ah, uh, yes, yes, absolutely. When I was the first time I was ever called gay.
0: Mm. In a uh, derogatory sense, like not in like a, oh, you, you'll get like in the way that I use it now. Oh, you're looking gay today. You have never said <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm you, going to. In a positive way. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Don't be so gay in a good way. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, are you gay? <laughs> are you gay? Uh, was when I was at primary school, so early. Whoa, okay. I was about uh, seven or eight and we had done a school production of Tidlick the Frog it's an Australian story about a frog that drinks too much water <laughs> <It> becomes obese. <laughs> it drinks up all the lakes and the ponds of Australia and that's why it's a desert now because of this frog. I think it's a, a fact. It happened. Wow. No, no it didn't happen. That's a lie. Shout out to that thirsty frog. <laughs> that thirsty frog. And... Anyway, I got cast as Tiddalick the Frog. My teacher pulled me aside, obviously saw my potential as a performer and knew that I was destined for great things.
1: Congrats. Like a
0: five minute performance to just blow it out of the water. But <laughs> yeah, got cast as Tiddalick the Frog and I was like, maybe I'm a star. That was my first inkling that I was a star.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like eight and I was like, <laughs> hashtag you could tell that I was a star. star. <laughs> That's what this episode is. You could tell I was born for great things. <laughs> born for the stage. And the screen. <laughs> hashtag. And the ears.
0: Um, anyway. So I was like Running around Like just telling anyone Who could hear Alerting all the media Of um, Elmwood Normal primary school (laughs) And Then Jono Oh I Almost Named this guy I don't think I should It's not fair Oh that being said Name him Okay Oh my god No I'm not gonna name him I feel bad I feel bad What if he's listening This is horrible But he's eight He can eat his words I guess He probably doesn't remember Anyway this guy Who shall I'll just call Um Triglet. Triglet. Triglet um, swank Waters. He came up to me and was like, me and the other boys think you're gay. And I was like, oh, okay. Had no idea what the word meant, but knew kind of by his tone that it wasn't a great word. Yeah. So I went home to my mum. I was like, um, whatever his name was, I can't remember, it's irrelevant, said that I was gay. What does gay mean? And then mum was like, um... I don't think the way that he meant it is in the right way. So I, I can't even re- remember if she explained it, but I don't think she explained it very well. Well, And then she was like, look, if he calls you that, if he calls you gay again, you just call him a name back.
1: <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> that is crazy parenting.
0: I know. She was like, <laughs> I think she was new. She was like, oh God, this kid is He's like, he's going to get this a lot. So you may as well yeah. bu- like build up some resilience and have some good comebacks, which I guess was like, the start of learning that you could fight kind of like uh homophobia with like wit and that was a kind of a good way to yeah. rise above it yeah and i came up with a witty pun and called him a name back
1: man yeah um the first time i was called gay that i can remember which is, and it was not in a good way not in a good, good way so uh, crazy cuz in intermediate school i remember my two best friends one of them is now a lesbian and one of them is uh uh uh, by, at Intermediate like wow. so obviously I just found those people just uh, drawn to them just yeah we were just three, just three funny people but then first year of uh, high school my I used to hang out with a whole bunch of girls I would date one of them for a little while and uh, as you can imagine unsuccessful and <laughs> the one they used to say when they got annoyed about something, without anyone ever asking or or telling me that I was gay before this, they would use the phrase "gayer than Eli" when they were annoyed about something. What? This is true. You know when people say "gay isn't shit," they're like, "Oh, that's gay." They used to be like, "Ah, oh, this, like, oh, this." They'd be like, "Oh, this biology test is going to be gayer than Eli." What? That was the a phrase that that's... my friends used. Well, they are not your friends. We also used to. That oh, is
0: crazy. Isn't
1: that awful? Gayer than Eli. That's awful. I hope no one is using uh, a imagine phrase
0: if, like that. Imagine if they, that just caught on and you didn't realise, but like people were just using that all <laughs> around the world now. <laughs> people, Ooh, this baguette is this bigot gay is gayer than <laughs> Eli <laughs> Excuse me, with like another bigot <laughs> <laughs> Not in France though, it's they're li- they're liberal. They passed the, that, this that scene was set in seventeen ninety, by the way, before. Just before the passing uh, yeah, of, the of the law. Of
1: it, yeah. Congrats, France. Um Anyway, I guess um, what I want to say is that even though I I didn't know you were gay for years, I always knew that you were my friend. (laughs) Yeah, and one of the best people. God, that is beautiful. I guess that's right. It kind of—it's interesting that we didn't really
0: have like any points to this. Like we—we didn't really have signs, and it doesn't—it's because it literally doesn't matter. And yeah, my big thing, like my whole stance on the this whole like journey of coming out is that each journey is very specific to the person everyone has their yeah. own version like yours was like you know when it, like we, we both took a while but when you came out like you had come out whereas mine was sort of slower yeah And took and was dr- the process of coming out was coming up uh, was i got slower. in trouble
1: with your friends that found out after me because i then told them when i found out and they were like what
0: what's that what happened
1: Oh, one of your friends uh, came up to me at a party and was like, oh, my God, just found out about Chris. And I was like, oh, yeah, I found out about out in February. And then uh, (laughs) she was real dark. Really? (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's bullshit. Uh, We can cut that bit out of the podcast if you want. We don't don't. expect that.
0: No, that's fine. What what I admire there is that you... (laughs) like you respected my journey and i think that's the most important thing like yeah. you, you can't hold you can't compare journeys no. and no one does it faster than the other and you don't there's not an age where you should come out like that's every every journey is very specific
1: there's no right or wrong way like if someone asked you for advice on how to do it i'd be i i would be like uh i can't tell you exactly the no. way to do it but i can be here for you while you do it and that you own that journey that you don't and you don't owe
0: anyone anything in terms of that of that process that you go through yeah
1: I have one friend oh no I'll go into that in another
0: podcast oh well you will all have to stay tuned for that that was yeah. literally the first cliffhanger of this podcast but there du- are du- many du- more du- to come is it you or what, is it me what is Eli going to talk about find out in an upcoming episode of The, the
1: Male gay we finished
0: we started together and we finished together just like good citizens
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry mom it's not a vase Thanks very much to our sponsors at BigPub.co.nz. We're sending you lots of love and kisses. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try the worst idea of all time? Ow! This movie's still fine. It's, it still surprises me, like, you know, walking around meeting new people and you explain what the podcast concept is um, here at the festival and people are going like, do you really watch it each time? And yeah. even people who have followed through with listening to it, we fucking do, guys. We watch it every time single time. It's not an intelligent podcast but it is a podcast loaded with integrity so um (laughs) Not every episode is good but every episode is real. It is authentic Classic Maximum Joseph You forget that films are supposed to have
0: a point